Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to The World in 10. It's your daily roundup of the biggest stories from across the world, written by our correspondents and contributors at the Times of London. I'm Jenny Barsby. And I'm Eleanor Shearwood. On today's podcast, Pope Francis is in hospital and Adam Peaty puts his mental health ahead of his swimming. Plus, the brother of a man murdered by ISIS tells us why he's decided to forgive the killers. We start today's podcast in Italy, where people are worried about Pope Francis. Yeah, yesterday we heard he'd actually been taken into hospital with a respiratory infection. It isn't COVID-19, but it had given him some breathing problems and he needs to spend a few days there. The messaging from the Vatican's been a bit confused, though. At first, they said it was for scheduled tests, but then it was later revealed he had to cancel a TV interview yesterday afternoon. Then this morning, we heard he'd had a calm night. But this all comes at the busiest time in the Pope's calendar, Easter. His first big showing is meant to be this Sunday for the Palm Sunday service. And Italian news, of course, are saying he'll be out in time for that. Well, he won't get out of it unless he's unconscious, but he might not lead the entire service. Earlier, I caught up with Tom Kington. He's the Times correspondent in Italy, and he says there are contingency plans in place. He could be on hand, seated, but hand over the the main duties to someone else. In fact, he did this last year, I think on Easter Saturday last year, when he was suffering from um, a rather serious knee problem, which prevented him from standing for any length of time. He uh, was present. He was seated. He handed over the job of celebrating mass to um, an Italian cardinal, Cardinal Battista Ray, the deacon of the College of Cardinals. Now, earlier this month, Pope Francis did say he would retire if he got too old to do the job. Yes, so his predecessor, Pope Benedict, he was the first pope in 600 years to resign. He said he was doing so because of ill health. Now, Tom also told me popes don't usually spend that long in the job, as they tend to be appointed when they're quite old. It's sometimes said that that is a deliberate policy within the Vatican because they don't want popes to be around that long. But that said, I think it's always a shock and it's always a wrench. And it also, I think, brings out the innate Catholicism amongst people living in, in the city here. They tend to uh, take it rather personally. It's quite a sort of powerful impact. And let's not forget that Pope Francis is widely admired. And so the idea that he, he could be suffering, I think, has, has brought out the, the strong sympathies of people here. 
And he's heard from sources on the ground that the Pope is in good shape. It could just be a couple of days if they can medicate him well enough. This month, 10 years ago, a British aid worker called David Haynes was kidnapped by ISIS in northern Syria. 18 months later, he was executed by his captors. His death broadcast across the world on social media. Now, this came just after the executions of American journalists James Foley and Stephen Sotloff, again on video, and it really shocked the world. I don't think we've seen anything like it ever, to be honest with you. Now, David Haynes' brother Mike's written a piece in the Times of London about how he's actually made the decision to forgive his brother's killers. It is an emotional, heartbreaking read, and it kind of makes you wonder how someone can choose to forgive something so terrible, especially when you hear about the impact on both brothers' parents. I had a job to do. I was the go-between between the government agencies acted Uh, and the family. So I had a job, I had a role which helped me deal with it. Uh, But my parents, other family members didn't. My mom died not long after my brother was murdered. She basically gave up on life and slowly dwindled away. My father's dementia in the 48 hours after I told him got so much worse that I lost 75% of my dad on the 13th of September, 2014. Now, in the article, Mike describes just how hard it was for him to make the decision to forgive. He said it was an agonising and exposing process. But he says the outcome has kind of offered him an escape from the nightmare he'd been trapped in for so many years. Beforehand, I would have said I had no hate. But actually, there was still residual hate. And whilst I had that hate... ISIS and their compatriots had owned a piece of me. So when I said, I forgive you, uh, there was that that weight lifting from my shoulders. It was re-energizing what Global Acts of Unity does. And it was, it just, as I say, re-energized everything that we do. In the wake of everything that happened, Mike actually set up a charity in his brother's memory. It's called Global Acts of Unity, where he says he aims to teach the importance of tolerance and understanding. Mike ends his piece, it's lovely actually, in memory of David and the noble view of humankind, choose the spirit of unity. Now, in sport, mental health is definitely something that's being spoken about more and more. Simone Biles first became famous around the Rio 2016 Olympics, but it was in the Tokyo Games when she spoke out about having the twisties. That's when an athlete loses a sense of where they are in the air while they're twisting and flipping. She said this was because of the mental stress and pressure of being a high-profile athlete. I remember when that story broke, she was so very, very brave to come out and say something about it. Now, it is something we're seeing here in the UK too. Um, One of our most famous gymnasts, Ellie Downey, she retired to prioritise her mental health just earlier this year. And this isn't just in gymnastics either. Even Roger Federer, my tennis hero, acknowledged that mental toll of being a famous athlete is hard. He says he understands why some people quit over it because they're humans, not machines. 
And now we've heard from Adam Peaty, one of Britain's most famous swimmers. Now he's pulled out of the national trials next month and the World Championships in July, saying it's because of his mental health. Now I've been reading his statement, which he posted on Twitter, and says it's really important that we talk about this topic. In it, he also says, I'm tired, I'm not myself, and I'm not enjoying the sport as I have done for the last decade. Now, we've been hearing from sports psychotherapist Gary Bloom, who told us PT's not going away forever. Just as a footballer or rugby player might be looking at what are his main priorities, I see that as what PT is essentially doing. Uh, Now, if you look about what's happened to PT over the last 12 to 18 months, it's hardly a big surprise. He's had a lot of changes in his personal life with a well-publicised split from his girlfriend and partner. He hasn't been particularly um, successful in the pool. He's been distracted by personal issues. I think this is a a way of trying to ensure that he will be at his very best when the Olympics come round again. And that is his main priority. So, Ellie, uh, do you recognise this theme tune? I recognise the song, but I could not tell you what it's from. I forgot you've got youth on your side. Uh, The music's from the cult 90s TV show The X-Files, starring David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson as FBI agents Mulder and Scully. They actually had a song written about them by Catatonia as well. Uh, They investigated cases of unsolved paranormal activity because the truth is always out there. And the good news is it's coming back, but rebooted for the 21st century. X-Files creator Chris Carter says he wants to make it with a more diverse cast and directed by the man behind the Black Panther films, Ryan Coogler. So the original cast is then not going to be involved or will they have a part to play? Well, so far there's no word actually on whether Scully and Mulder will be part of the shows. But as Scully once said, some jobs just keep pulling you back. Before we go, there's one story that uh, really got my goat today, I kid you not. (laughs) Oh, Jenny, stop bleating on and get on (laughs) with the story. Okay, a year ago, a Pennsylvanian farmer, Justin Steinmetz, came up with a novel idea to help make some extra money. So he offered $5 snuggles with his baby goats. Oh, so cute. No surprise, of course, it became very popular. And he took his goats on the road, I think there's about 60 of them, to meet demand. That sounds like a win-win situation. Well, you think so, but they've had to put a halt on things after being accused of exploitation by what Justin is calling vegan extremists. Now, not all vegans are extreme, of course. Uh, he says he monitors all his goats carefully so they're not over-cuddled. <laughs> He's pulled out of two events in April in Pennsylvania. One is a veg fest and one a vegan fest, so I can kind of see the issue. Mm. But despite the blip, Justin says he will continue to offer goat hugs at other events as he believes, this is the best line ever, it's all about the zen of goat snuggling. It truly is. And that's it for today's World in 10. We're back tomorrow. <laughs> 
for free shipping and 365-day returns.